Something that you guys probably don't know about me is that I have actually a very large fear of public speaking. It's something that has always intimidated me growing up. It's been one of those things in life that I've kind of tried to avoid here and there. I know that's kind of ironic being that we have a YouTube channel. Nevertheless, as some of you guys know, last weekend or this weekend, we went and spoke at the Money Show conference. So we were out in Toronto. We got to meet so many of you guys for those that took photos. There's a bunch of them that we still have to upload. We've been slowly putting them up on our website. If you want to go check that out, I figured the best way is you can just go download it. Nevertheless, I definitely went outside of my comfort zone this weekend. And actually I wanted to share with you guys kind of this transformation that happened with me leading up to the event. But I really think that some of the things that I've been working on to kind of better myself can actually be used to help you guys too with whatever it is. Obviously it may not be that you're speaking at an event or doing something, but there are going to be things in your life where you're in a very similar situation. I at least want to share the things that have helped me. In fact, not to go on a tangent, but this year has actually been a really, really great year for me. A lot of you guys already know that this year we had the birth of our first child and that's been a journey in and of itself. As well, I've been in a lot better physical shape this year. I've actually lost to date about 20 pounds since the start of the year, which is a very good number for me. I definitely see the comments from some of you guys who are noticing that and kind of writing it. You guys write comments when I'm losing weight. You guys definitely write comments when I'm gaining weight. So you guys are a very good monitor kind of keep me going but this year has been very successful in that and just in general i would argue that i'm actually a lot more happy right now and this year because of the little things that i've been working on just general happiness in life and it's all little things that each and every one of you guys can do and i'm just going to share with you guys what i've done i'm going to turn that off if you guys enjoy give this video a thumbs up but i guess we can take this back and start the story when i got invited a number of months ago to come speak at this event and even the thought of speaking at this conference literally had my stomach feeling like like ugh, really weird, bad feeling. And this is four or five months ago, just envisioning going out and speaking there. So I agreed to go, but literally weeks and months leading up to the event, I was kind of half in half out. Like I still hadn't convinced myself fully that I wanted to do this. And really it was mainly fear being the main driver. Like, let's just be completely honest with you. I was very scared and nervous to go out and speak in person. It's funny, I have a different perspective on it now, but at the time that's all I could think about. It was like literally consuming my mind four months ago, five months ago, as I'm walking around the roads and stuff, it's just like clogging up my mind. And I thought, man, this is not good. This is not how I should be viewing such a, an event or such a challenge in my life. But nevertheless, that's kind of how I was viewing it. Long story short, it got to a point where I actually decided, like I was going back and forth, back and forth. And I'm like, I'm just not gonna do it. Like life goes on, I'll live my life just happily. I was convincing myself of all these things. Like, I don't need to do it. I can make money doing here. I make more money doing this. These were the things that my brain was kind of telling me. It got to the point where I actually kind of actually opted out. So I was like, you know what? I'm really sorry, guys, but I'm you know not gonna attend the event. It's just not for me right now. Just basically wussed out. Like there's no other way of saying it. I basically wussed out. And to be honest with you, after saying no to the event, I did feel a very big sense of relief. So like I did feel relief right off the bat. I was like, oh, phew, there's a weight off my shoulder. I can, you know, go on with my life. Everything's going to be just fine. But a week or so went by and I really started to feel myself like another type of feeling. It wasn't so much the anxiousness and the, you know, fear that I was feeling that was kind of gone. But there was like this other feeling of like, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't even know if there's a word for it. It's not guilt, but it's more or less like, I actually just felt kind of ashamed is probably a good word for it. I was ashamed in myself that I had basically took the easy path out and just wussed out and just decided to cancel the thing. That shame that I was feeling on myself actually ended up brewing into something a little more serious to the point where I kind of started reconsidering and I didn't want to be a big 
hassle to these people, but we kind of spoke and they really wanted us to speak. They really wanted us to get us out and they were, you know, really pushing for us to do it. So I then reconvinced myself to go do it again. And after, you know, flip-flopping back and forth like that, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do it. And I'm just going to force myself to do it. We booked the flights. We did everything. We're like, we're going. And that really put, it kind of pushed me to say, well, now we don't have an option. I'm not going to cancel the flights. We're not going to cancel the hotel room. You're going to do it. And I'm not entirely sure what caused it or why this happened, but this transition, this transformation within me actually kicked off and started happening. Very small and steady at first, but then actually becoming quite apparent and quite powerful to the point where when I actually was on my way to the event and kind of the days and weeks leading up to it, which would have been like last week, I was no longer fearful of the event. Like the thought of fear and the thought of anxiousness and like whatever these feelings were that was negative, they were all gone. I had essentially gone through a transformation that I was no longer scared. I was actually just excited. I was just happy and excited and grateful to be going regardless of the outcome. And that was a very big paradigm shift for me. Like you asked me this, you know, four or five months ago, I couldn't picture myself being in a position where I would have been thinking this way. But leading up to the event, that's exactly where my mind was. And I think I can credit this to actually a couple of books that I read coincidentally at this time. Like I didn't read them because of this event. I just happened to read these two books that really helped shift my perspective on things. The two books was called um, Think Like a Monk. Okay. You've probably seen it in your Barnes, well not Barnes and Noble. We don't have Barnes and Noble here. We have like uh, Indigo. I used to see it everywhere I go. And it's funny, this book never piqued my interest. Like I've probably walked by it 50 times. I was just like, I'm not going to buy this book. It just sounds lame. But when we were cleaning out my mom's house, I was helping her at her house. She had that book lying around. She had bought it. And I said, if, if it's here, I'll give it a try. I went home and then read it. Uh, the other book, by the way, just happened to be one from Phil Jackson. It's called 11 Rings, which was more or less a basketball related book, but also a book that coincidentally really tied in together. The takeaways that I got from this book, like Think Like a Monk, first of all, is very, very, very good read. Like I would encourage anybody, regardless of who you are or what's going on in your life, to read this book if you haven't already. I think that it will benefit every single person watching this video, no matter if you're a really high paid executive, CEO of a company, or if you're just your average Joe and you're just doing nothing with your life. This book will help you because it really, really did for me. I guess the premise or the concept of this book was, you know, the author basically went to become a monk. He basically gave up his lavish lifestyle, uh, nine to five job, busy, busy life in New York and went to go be a monk for a number of years. And he shares the various lessons that you learn and that you act on as you become a monk. And it's this whole concept of essentially being present. Let me think about how I want to say this. The premise of this book is essentially around being present, mindfulness, in my opinion, being content with what you have in life. Essentially things that monks are all very good at. Monks are very very able to dis distance and disconnect themselves from all the material things in life, all of the things that people think make them happy and really come to appreciate and enjoy the finer things, not the finer things in life, the smaller things in life that we often take for granted. They really learn to become grateful for everything that is surrounding us, for our experiences, for our belongings, for our family. This book definitely really kicked off this way of thinking for me to just be very appreciative and grateful for everything that I have in my life. Another key thing that really resonated with me from this book was the topic of fear and why we feel fear and anxiousness when it comes to heights, when it comes to thinking about a presentation, when it comes to whatever someone may be fearful of. When you break fear down to a scientific level, like what is happening with your body, fear is really just a indicator, if you will. It's just a alert kind of for your body that maybe you're in danger, maybe something's going to happen, maybe you need to be careful. We have fears both rationally and irrationally in all aspects of life, but the fear itself is not something to be scared of. When you're able to dig 
layers beneath the fear and actually address it head on, right? Not try and like push it aside or just kind of, oh, I'll worry about it later. But like literally look at yourself and ask yourself, why am I fearful? Why am I feeling such and such a way? I was able to look at my fear of public speaking and essentially break it down layer by layer. Like why am I scared of public speaking, right? Oh, you know, I may make a blunder on stage. I may look look silly, right? Or I may say the wrong word or I may get really hot and sweaty. And then it's like beneath that, like why, why is that important? What happens if you make a blunder over a word or what happens if you do such and such? Well, nothing really. I may look a little bit silly. I may feel like my ego's damaged, whatever it is. Well, well then what happens? Well, then what happens? You keep breaking it down layer by layer and you come to realize that the fear that I had of public speaking, that has no real merit on my life and me as a person. By breaking down the fear and kind of addressing it head on, it got to the point where I didn't look at the fear as something that was scary. I looked at the fear as something that was like exciting. Like I kind of want to tackle this challenge. And when I did uncover that, the reality was, was that the reasons were all just superficial reasons, reasons that didn't matter to me, you know? If for example, worst case scenario, like let's say worst case scenario, I get up on stage and like, I, I literally forget to talk, like I can't speak, right? Like it's literally like stage fright and I just sit there and like, I can't talk. Yeah, that'd be kind of embarrassing, but like at the end of the day, to put it in perspective, that doesn't, life goes on. Like that doesn't even matter. Like it literally does not matter. It could haunt somebody for years and years if they let them, if you let it haunt you. But regardless of how this presentation went, I was gonna come home and I was gonna have my family waiting for me. I get to go home and play with my dog. I get to go home and play basketball with my friends. I get to go out and walk and enjoy the fresh air. Like life goes on and that fear and anxiousness was really rooted in a place where like of nothing, it doesn't matter. Again, I'm probably just completely jumbling this up, but this was just the takeaway that worked for me. And it, this is just one part of the book. This is one literal like couple pages on fear, but that stemmed from being like content and happy with who you are as a person and being just happy and grateful for everything you have. And if you're truly able to be happy and present and like living in the moment and just enjoying life for the now and not worrying so much about the future or the past, you really come to realize that none of that stuff really matters. Like what matters is just being present, being here and being in the moment. Again, just please go read the, read the book because I'm just butchering it up, but I do mean it. That book really did help me out. I mentioned the book of Phil Jackson, which was not as good, but funny enough, Phil Jackson is as well, as well as a very spiritual person as some of you may or may not know. He's the coach of like the Lakers and the Bulls, you know, before my time, a lot of comparables within those two books. And it just happened to be that they are related around mindfulness and meditation. Long story short, that stuff does help. Like that stuff actually does help. If you look at the monks, they have nothing in this world. They literally are monks. They don't even have hair, no clothes. They wear robes. They have no slippers. They do nothing. Yet they can still be the happiest people that you'd come across in a room. They could be the most content, the most at peace people, the most emotionally intelligent. That really goes to say a lot. Sorry, it's all just coming back to me now on the monk stuff, but that is really, really telling that these people with nothing can be so, so at peace with everything. I'll actually just pivot to another thing here. Another thing that was very important to me, I actually shared this over on my Instagram if you're not following me there. One thing now that I am in a father role and I literally have a daughter, she's too young now to understand this, but sooner or later she will, we will, she will grow up. And what kind of father would I be? Like a role model, a leader to her, what type of inspiration could I be to my daughter or son or whatever it is to your kid. If I looked at myself in the mirror and was like, I should go do this event, this pros and cons state, da, 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 I should do it, but I'm just gonna check it out and just be a little wimp and just not do it because I'm scared. How could she look at me and be proud of me 
and look up to me if I'm someone that's not in a position where I'm willing to better myself. And in this case, step out of my comfort zone and do something that I know is going to be fine, but I just don't want to do it because I'm being a little wimp. Again, Ava is definitely way too small for this to even matter, but that wasn't the point. It wasn't that she was literally going to be watching me do this and that she was going to, uh, you know, respond to this and me doing this. Actually, it was a more internal thing for me, for my own pride and my own achievement to say, listen, this is something that I need to go do and need to get over. And actually, I think that as a person, I have grown from this. I have achieved another level, if you will, of life and conquering something that I was very, very intimidated to do. That actually will make me a better father for when she is old enough and actually can look towards me for examples or leadership, whatever the case is. But that's one thing that definitely was playing on my mind. I'm gonna finish this off with one final thing. And this is going to get really, really crazy here, okay? So, strap your seatbelts on. But I honestly wanna share this with you guys because it truly has helped me. And that's the only reason why I do it. Like, it helped me, it's working for me, and it may work for you. So I want to share it with you because it actually has been pretty profound, to be honest. A few months ago, maybe two and a half months ago, I was going on the internet and I stumbled down this rabbit hole of doing mushrooms, magic mushrooms, okay? And not just doing them like going crazy on them, but in particular is microdosing. Microdosing for those that don't know, you know, essentially uh, you have a normal recreational sized dose of mushrooms, like magic mushrooms that you eat and hallucinate with. And this also would apply for LSD, which apparently actually the studies shows probably a, more effective, but you have your normal doses, your average doses, which get you all high and woozy and whatever, whatever. But you do also have a very data-backed method of taking these psilocybins known as microdosing. And you essentially take such a minimal dose, like literally a minimal dose. If a normal dose of mushrooms, if you were gonna do them while you're camping, that would be probably four grams, right? Three and a half, four grams. A microdose is literally like 0.1 grams. 0.1, so literally in a little capsule. Actually, the way I've been taking them is in a capsule. So there you go, there's my little secret. I did start taking magic mushrooms, microdosing a couple months ago. And I have found that it has had one of the most profound changes on just my, my happiness and my life. And let me be clear, it's not these mushrooms, it's not the capsules that have been doing it. It's me working on a lot of other things in conjunction with this, this has really helped the transformation. I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, but to my understanding, when you microdose these psilocybins, you actually get a lot of the psychological effects, like, sorry, excuse me. You get a lot of the underlying benefits, such as increased mood, increased happiness. Actually, a lot of studies are showing, you know, a decrease in a lot of areas of like distress, like maybe depression, anxiety, a lot of various different things. But essentially the concept is that if you take such a small dose, in fact, the dose should be so small that you don't even know that you took it. So if you guys are thinking, oh, you're taking mushrooms and I'm walking around like a crazy man all day, to microdose properly, it should be such a small dose that you literally don't even know that you took it. Like you go throughout your entire day, you go driving, you go to work, you go play basketball. You should not know that you took it to be effectively microdosing. And there are some schedules that I've been experimenting on. Um, yeah, that's beyond the point. You can go do your own research. But case in point is that despite the common narrative on these psychedelics being so bad for you and for all these crazy people, there are a lot of actual benefits that do come from these psilocybins or these psychedelics. What's crazy for me was for the first number of weeks in 
like for the first couple of weeks, I tracked every little thing, like to the T, how I was feeling that day, when I drank it, uh, when I drank, I drink it usually with a, with a vitamin C in the morning, that's just what I do. I tracked every little thing, my sleep, dreams, whatever it was, very, very meticulous. I don't do that anymore because I feel like I've kind of got to a point where I don't even need to take them anymore. But each and every day that I took them, I started to notice just a slight boost, like a slight enhancement of what I would say is gratefulness in life and appreciativeness, appreciativeness. I don't know if it was the books that I've been reading or me leading up to this you know, event that I was really, really nervous for and I really wanted to take a personal journey and transformation to get over it, or if it was a combination of all of those and the mushrooms, but every day I've just been so much more grateful for the, the little things in life, like the color of the trees, the fresh air, the food that we're eating, my family, like literally looking at my dog, just saying, you're such a great dog. My cats are great. My baby's great. My wife is freaking an all-star. Like these little things that used to tick me off and grind my gears a little bit, even like being stuck in traffic, let's say like driving and somebody kind of cuts you off. When you have this perspective of just being really grateful, like truly grateful for what you have in life, you realize that none of that stuff matters and it's only you that's letting it matter. Whether it's somebody cutting you off and you're getting frustrated or whether it's spilling a drink and going, you know, you could let that really be upsetting to you or it could not be, it could be hilarious. Or in this case for me, leading up to an event that at one point I was in such a dark frame of mind, such a loser frame of mind that I was gonna not go to this event because I was scared to being appreciative like truly grateful that I'm even in a position where I'd be invited to go do this and they would fly us out and pay for our, our stuff to go out and do that. The frame of mind shift to where I am now is so contrasting to where events like that actually became such a bright point and an excitement to look forward to knowing that this is a big part of my personal development. Like I actually looked forward to it no matter how it turned out, no matter if I messed up, no matter if people laughed at me, no matter if I peed my pants on stage, like did not matter because in due time, like 10 years from now, five years from now, I know I would look back and this would be a part of me growing and becoming a better person. That was actually another big thing too, was just literally asking myself 10 years from now, if I look back at this moment, am I gonna, is it gonna matter? It's gonna matter the fact that I did it and that I did get better. And even if I messed up, that's part of the path. That's part of any growth, whether it's business, life, basketball, you know, if you want to become a better, better basketball player, you're going to miss so many shots and you're going to you know, miss game winners, if you will, and be very distraught in the moment. But those are what's going to build you up to this. So knowing that I'm somebody that wants to be better and wants to improve, this was just part of that process. And I truly mean it that over the past few weeks, I actually looked forward to this event. I was excited for this event all because of how I framed my mind. I definitely feel to you guys, I'm not trying to advocate like, oh, go do a bunch of stuff, right? You go do your own research because you do have to do your own research. Like a lot of people will just call you crazy for doing it because they don't really know and they're not really informed or educated. But I challenge you to go do some research and see if it's something that would benefit you. I actually started taking them because I thought that they would help with my business. I'm like, you know what? If it helps me be that much more creative or that much less stressed when it comes to work, um, that's actually why I took them to kind of unlock a new level, if you will. And don't get me wrong. It's not like you're like unlocking anything. It's not like that at all. It's so minimal that you probably won't even notice it. But if you are actively working on things, it does definitely help. I haven't really been taking them recently. Like over the past, like maybe week or two, I don't even feel the need to take them. Like I'll just take them randomly some days, just a tiny little bit if I do want to. I just feel like I'm in a much great, more grateful frame of mind and more, much more grateful space. I'll literally lay down in bed and just like take a few deep breaths and just be like, I'm, I'm happy for this. Like, I'm grateful that this happened today or I'm grateful for this person or, Hey, I'm glad my wife did this today. Things that would have never like great being grateful is such a powerful tool to being happy and content 
within your life. Like just being appreciative and grateful. And it really is like a muscle that you have to work. It's a muscle that I hadn't really worked on for my entire life. I didn't really think about it. Obviously I'm not trying to say I'm not a grateful person, not that, but it's not something to this degree that I've actually actively been working on in like with my breathing, with my thoughts, with my meditation. Anybody that does buy into this side of life knows that this is a multi, multi-year, like a thing that you never end up, you never stop working on. I'm very much like just starting off this process and this journey, if you will. I don't want to call it a spiritual journey because that's not the way I look at it. It's just little bits of working and improving yourself and it's definitely come back already to where I've seen an improvement in my life. The event in and of itself, if I didn't mention already, was a freaking blast. It was freaking great. I did not choke on stage. I did not mess up. I actually think I did pretty well. Like obviously I could have done better on the delivery, like because I was still a little bit nervous and a little bit hot, the time flew by and I was all absorbed in it. I'm sure next time around my delivery would be better, like a lot better. None of the things that I was worried about happened. In fact, only good things happened. And we got to meet so many cool people and everything. And it was, um, yeah. It's just funny how that happens and how things did end up playing out and how things did end up turning out. Nevertheless, I know I've been talking like crazy, crazy, but um, these are some of the things that have helped me. And I, again, I know it's not public speaking that you're gonna be doing, but maybe there is something in your life where you're like not looking forward to it or you're a little bit worried or whatever it is. It all comes down to how we frame our minds and how we think about things and how we literally carry ourselves on a day-to-day -day basis and how we, how we think, how we, think about things. It's a lot of work. It is not something that happens overnight and it is, it takes a big profound shift in the way you think and the way you operate. I'll just say for me, this is stuff that has really helped me out. I'm just, like I said, generally happy, feeling great fitness wise, feeling great. Everything has been a great year. Business is slow. Stock market's down. That doesn't worry me. I got a family that loves me. We live in a beautiful city, country where we're safe. The weather's nice and uh, there's no crime. Like there's so many things that we have here to be happy about and grateful about. And a lot of people do end up, you know, worrying about the little things that they shouldn't be. So nevertheless, this video is just taking way too long and maybe I'm not even gonna post, but these are just a few things that helped me get over my fear. And again, I'm sharing this with you guys because hopefully you can resonate with part of it. Maybe you are in a similar situation or maybe you just wanna share and open up the discussion down in the comment section below with what you think. But it was a blast to meet everybody there in uh, Toronto. We met students who we've like literally some of our first students in the academy. So three, four years running now. It is so cool to meet you guys and to see you guys. And for anybody that didn't come out to support, you guys are awesome. Much, much, much love. Very excited to do it again sometime. I would appreciate a thumbs up on this video. If you enjoyed, let me know. But I thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed. And I'll see you in the next video.